Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by The Free House. As long as snow is on the ground, they'll have snow globes on the patio. Book this unique winter dining experience by the hour by calling The Free House. Full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and food items. Hey, Don. Yes, Jason. When I say unique dining experience, what comes to mind? Uh, that time you told me about the place you ate in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did eat in the dark. Okay, yes. what if I say to you, patio dome, 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 dome? Ooh, I think you're talking about those awesome igloos outside the freehouse, right? I am. That's right. Listen to this, everybody. As long as snow is on the ground, the folks of the Freehouse are going to have basically snow globes on the patio. You can book these, Dawn, for a unique dining dining experience by the hour. That is very cool. So you can rent one for your friends. This is perfect for a little holiday get-together. Maybe you're too busy before Christmas, and now is the perfect time. Or maybe you just want to put your whole family in that snow globe. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great idea. You can sit in the other one, rent to, wave to them from your dome. Bye! That's right. (laughs) The full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and unique winter food items. For more information, call the free house. I I need some dirt, 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 dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? Uh, Disney is going to put out a line of wedding dresses. Oh, they haven't done that yet? <laughs> yes. Allure Bridal will be launching a Disney fairy tale wedding dress co- collection in conjunction with Disney. Uh, they announced this on Friday. The collection will feature 16 different designs that are inspired by princesses like Ariel, Aurora, Belle, Jasmine, Cinderella, Pocahontas, Rapunzel, Tiana, and Snow White. Um, there's also a mermaid style dress. I just want to let you know that that Ariel dress is a mermaid style dress. They have renderings. You can go to Disney Weddings on Instagram and um, see some of these oh, renderings. Uh, oh, so smart. I'm going to get, I'm going to have another wedding uh, just so I can. <laughs> yeah, which princess uh, are you going to pick? I was going to say, yeah. Um, Let's say I'm going to do the mermaid dress. Ooh, yeah. Don? Oh, yeah. God. I, the, the thought of ever getting married is so foreign to me. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't even go there in my it mind. Can't even, your mind won't even compute Pocahontas, it. Pocahontas, because I can make like a stripper outfit out of it. Okay, oh, yeah, Pocahontas. Oh, wow. Pocahontas, oh, real short, Is whatever. Is yeah. available? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, it could be. I I didn't see it on the list, but we'll push that through. Alexis. Okay, we'll push perfect. it through, yeah. Yes. Okay, um, this is sad. If you know who Bozo the Clown was, Bill Britton, the actor who played Bozo the Clown, has passed away. Uh, he Before he was Bozo the Clown, he was a teacher and an Army veteran. Um, he also had roles on Broadway, and in the 1980s, he was on the series Fame. Yeah, 
Hashtag not my bozo, but still a bozo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had the Chicago bozo, so oh, yeah. Okay. Still, still a loss for the clown community. Oh Just my saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here's a story that's uh, kind of like shocking. Taylor Swift's father returned to his four million dollar Florida penthouse last month to find a burglar inside. Oh, no. He fought with the guy (gasps) and chased him off. That a boy. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And you're probably thinking, oh, Taylor bought him that $4 million penthouse. No, they come from a lot of money. I'm sure he bought it himself. Oh. Or maybe oh. she helped, but yeah. still, they have. Maybe she yeah. helped. Yeah, she yeah. might have helped a little bit. Just but. a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Wow, don't I, not that I dream about, you know, fighting, fighting off attackers. But I, it is kind of cool to say, you know, to say, hey, guess what? I, I defended my my land and my home, and I'm okay. <laughs> defended and, your land. And Who are you, away. Michael Landon? I, mean, I dream about this sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Think like, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if Get I'd actually do property. it. property. But like fighting them off and going, yeah. I mean, everybody should have a baseball bat next to the their bed, right? At least, or machete, or yeah, for sure. A samurai. Go on, Mulan. Yes. Land, Lex. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> the dogs would be just running around barking. <laughs> yeah, I just put Packy on him. Oh, He's such man. a good boy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Fighting right. for my land, Lex. Come on. <laughs> I've always wanted to fight for my land. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, when I go God. camping, every time I'm out with somebody else in the morning, I always look out into the distance and go, ah, oh, it's good to own land. Yeah. yeah. It's not my land. All right. That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 107.1. Welcome to the 8 o'clock hour, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny rolling through our final hour. Lex, uh, when you talked about your dream of fighting for your land against enemies, yeah. I, uh, there's a scene that I pulled up. Oh, yeah. There's a scene. It's literally one of my favorite scenes of Miss Ellie uh, from Dallas ever. She just like you, Lex, she was a woman of the land. You know what I mean? Uh, Because South Fork was really her her daddy's property. The oil was jocks. But Miss Ellie cared about the land. Just like you, Lex. Just like you. And toward and Kenny, you'll love this. Toward the end of the run of the show, a new adversary was added. Academy Award, I think, nominee George Kennedy uh, was added to the cast. No kidding. Yeah, George Kennedy was on Dallas, and he played a guy that bought a section of South Fork. Okay, and he started doing nasty things with that land, and Miss oh. Ellie, and Miss Ellie was not having it. So she got in her Volkswagen uh, uh, Passat. And uh, she drove, <laughs> she drove to Carter McKay's front porch, Uh-oh. and this is one of my favorite. Barbara Bel Geddes played Miss Ellie, and and though she seemed gentle on the show, everybody said uh, Barbara Bel Geddes had a sailor mouth, and you just you didn't mess with her. I mean, Barbara was a tough cookie. Here's one of my here's here's. Basically, Miss Ellie channeling Alexis, fighting for her land with with Carter McKay, because Miss Ellie is pissed, girl. Listen to this. Well, for a man who's been poor-mouthing all over the county, you seem to have come up with a lot of money. I've got investors who will back me. Would you like me to tell you what your investors can do with their money? (laughs) 
I'm sure you're too much of a lady to do that. No, I'm not. And the answer is no. And the next time you trouble South Fork, you do so at your own peril. There we go. There's Alexis fighting for her land. Watch out now. That's right. Oh. I love that. <laughs> the next time you trouble South Fork. What? Yes, Alexis? Yes. <laughs> can, can we just um, acknowledge how fast you found that soundbite? <laughs> and I'm curious, what, at what season and what episode is that from? Uh, that is from uh, this is from the eighty eight eighty nine seasons uh, episode seven. Wow, I'm not joking. Did you see how fast he pulled that up? Yeah, that was oh. the eighty eight eighty nine season of of Dallas. That's right. Yeah. Right. Since we're on the topic, did you have any problems at all with Larry Hagman going from being a goofball, um, kind of a joke? to being super serious and backstabbing and mean. I'm referring to I Dream of Jeannie segueing into... Uh, JR? Yeah, mm. J.R. Ewing. Because that, yeah. that really, really threw me. It threw a lot of people. He almost didn't get the role because of that. Um, there were a couple people at the network uh, at CBS, because back then, networks, well, still to this day, networks had to approve casting. And uh, the bigwigs at CBS were laughing at him, uh, said, you want Major Nelson? You, yeah. you know what I mean? You want yeah. what? From My Dream of Genie? Yeah, a clown show. Yeah, you want Mary Mar? You want Peter Pan's son <laughs> uh, to, to play this guy? And uh, Larry went into the audition uh, wearing full JR gear. He, he came into the audition with CBS wearing a cowboy hat, wearing a Stetson. And totally changed his demeanor and was very prickish in the audition. And the CBS executives changed their tune yeah. right after that meeting. And because he knew he was going up against that. So, no, the, it's funny that you said that. He, because he, I was on with uh, Dallas right away when it started. And I forgot within five minutes of the first episode uh, all about Larry Hagman and uh, Nelson and I Dream of Jeannie and Barbara and all of that. Because yeah. and I completely forgot that it was an actor playing the role because he was so good and such a creep. Well, and he was so he, wonderful. Well, and Linda Gray and uh, Larry told Lex and I when we did our interview with them eight years ago, they were not that character was not meant to be the big character. It was really Dallas is really Romeo and Juliet meets the Hatfields and the McCoys. Pat Bobby was supposed to be the main character. Oh, really? Oh, no. JR and Sue Ellen were background characters. Linda Gray, what did she say? Like, Linda Gray, I think, had two lines in the first episode. I mean, she was not supposed to be anything. But Larry chemistry. Yep. Larry Hagman leaned over to Linda and said, Look, um, this is what we're going to do. And in the background, he kept telling Linda to fight with him. So they would be focusing on Patrick Duffy in the scene, but those two would be squabbling in the background and he knew how to play it and they would make up lines. He would piss off the director for that episode, but people started really focusing on those two and lo and behold, um, he became the focus of the show. And that wasn't, that was never the plan. He, and he looked at Linda and he goes, here's our chance. And yeah, he just, 
He was the coolest. He was the coolest character. He was literally just, wasn't he, Lex? He just was. It was so fun to to watch him, too. Yeah. And to really embody it. And he he was eccentric in real life, too. Didn't talk on Sundays. Nope. Oh, I could get behind that. Can I expand <laughs> and those that? Eyebrows too. I'd like to expand that to Friday through Monday, if you don't mind. <laughs> no, 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 no. What the? I'll tell this quick story and we'll move on. But we we have an hour, so it's fine. Um, he uh, during the Who Shot Jr. thing, he knew that this was his one and only chance to earn a lot of money. This was going to be the big paycheck, and he was never going to have this opportunity again. So they had shot the character, and he knew. Uh, you know, and the the bubble, the 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 the, uh, the excitement bubbled over that summer, mm-hmm. and it just so happened. Had to wait. Yep, and it just so happened that his contract was up at the very same time. Mm. So he knew CBS. He had CBS over a barrel. They were not going to replace him. They kept threatening to. Yeah, good luck. And Larry and Larry's like, "You're not. This is the biggest thing in the world, not just in the U.S. And kids don't understand because you know we're not going to have a communal experience like that anymore. Mm-mm. It was the biggest thing in the world. Parliament in the U.K. in in, in England stopped." During the episode where they revealed who shot Jr. on Alexis's birthday, I always like to throw that in there. But anyway, yeah, that's right. Um, but Larry knew they couldn't replace him, and he was expected to be on the set uh, for for an episode of the new season, and he refused to go. But he had a helicopter. <laughs> he had a helicopter standing by. He was he was vacationing somewhere else. Uh, I forgot where it was, but it was it was, it was within helicopter distance. So he would the minute he got the word from his agent, uh, and he kept refusing to show up. And boom, the agent called one day. Larry was by the pool with a drink in his hand, and the agent said, "Okay, fine, uh, CBS gave you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars an episode." Larry got in the <laughs> called the helicopter, got in the helicopter. Put a white Stetson on. He he always wore st- white Stetson. Why? Because the good guys wear white Stetsons. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. He got he got, he got in the dela the helicopter, flew onto the set at the Real South Fork where the cast was waiting, and nobody was pissed. He got out of the elevator, and the cast and crew cheered him because they all supported the fact that they knew. That Larry was in the right here. That CBS was lowballing him, and he got out. <laughs> he got out. They mic'd him up, put some powder on him, and he did and the off scene. He went. And oh off he God. went. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. And it was just, it's, it, who else could do that? You know, it's just, who else would have a helicopter standing by to take you to the set during negotiations? He Very just dramatic. Was, he was the coolest cat. He really, he really was. And he was so, so kind to us. He didn't have to be, but he was. No, he did not. Uh, Kenny, we, uh, I'll end it here and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap up. But Lex and I at that, uh, 2012 thing, uh, they threw a dinner for us on the last night at George W. Bush's neighbor's house. And the entire cast was there and everybody left 
except for Larry. Larry stayed the entire evening and talked to everybody, took pictures, flirted with Alexis. And uh, and Yeah. yeah. He was the last man standing and he was 83 at the time and didn't have to Mm-mm. didn't have to stay and was a class act till the till well, the end. That's cool. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. He was a good guy. 816. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do the dirt alert. And then at 830, saw Ford versus Ferrari. I'm very curious of what you thought of this movie. Uh, that and more coming up as we roll on. Stay with us. The smell of pizza is like the best thing in the world to me, but you can't eat pizza every day. Well, you can, <laughs> but then you're shopping for bigger belts. That's yes. correct. Yeah. Yes, you are shopping for bigger belts, bigger clothes. Nobody <laughs> wants to do that, especially in the new year. Uh, Livia is a realistic approach to weight loss and well-being. I have done their program, and their program, they'll customize it for you. They have registered dietitians, nutritionists, and they've been doing this for a long time. They know how to be successful for you. Uh, Ten convenient locations in Minnesota and Wisconsin, and I had a great experience with them. You know, yes, they, you did. You've you've talked about it a lot. They they sit down with you every week and they go, Don, what's coming up? And I'll say, Oh, I have to live with all my coworkers for a week, <laughs> and, and all the food thanks, is catered in. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. So anyway, call Livia today eight five five go Livia. Say you heard it on the My Talk podcast, or go to Livia.com. That's L I V E A dot com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. And now Elizabeth Reese is joining us to class up the joint uh, with the latest big headlines in entertainment. Hello, Elizabeth. Good morning. Unfortunately, morning. my first story isn't super classy because it's about Harvey Weinstein, but you know, That's all right, I yeah. don't make up the but news. You're, cla- you're making it classier by <laughs> oh, delivering yeah. it. Yes. Well, thank you. So this is interesting. A Manhattan jury is going to begin, begin deliberating today in Harvey Weinstein's rape trial. So it's a panel, seven men, five women who are on this jury, and they heard from six Weinstein accusers and then 22 other witnesses from the prosecution during this trial. It's been going on for three weeks. Now, let's back up to the charges. So Harvey Weinstein is facing two counts of predatory sexual assault, two counts of rape, and one count of criminal sexual act. And this is stemming from, um, oh gosh, and I always don't know how to pronounce her name, Annabella Sciorra, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Annabella Sciorra, yes. Sciorra, is that how you say yeah. it? So I she's from so. The Sopranos. And then there's also um, Jessica Mann, who's a hairstylist, and then former Project Runway production assistant, Mimi Halei. Uh, you guys, I'm so sorry. I hate to butcher no, these right. names. It's just hard no, to know. Okay. Um, so now we'll find out what the jury has to say about it. Um, experts are saying that the case does suffer from some cracks, mainly that the two main victims, um, the hairstylist and then the former production assistant on Project Runway, admitted that they had consensual sex with Harvey Weinstein after he allegedly attacked them. They also accepted gifts from Harvey Weinstein and sent him affectionate emails. Um, And so what's difficult about that is that, of course, could potentially place reasonable doubt in the minds of the jurors who might be thinking that that behavior isn't in line with a victim, you know, mm. but it's hard to judge what behavior is in line with a victim. Right. 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 And it's certainly not <sighs> unheard of that someone could be raped by someone or assaulted by someone, but also have engaged in consensual sex with them. Right. That can happen. 
And I was watching as I do the eye opener on CBS this morning, and I'm just gonna, I got to call a jack a jack, a spade a spade. Watching him with the walker going into court, I, I, I'm sorry, I it's a big eye roll for me because I totally think he's pretending. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not sorry. I think it's a big... It's sort of a Bill Cosby move. Well, med- yeah. medical mm-hmm. professionals have said that the height of the walker, nobody would ever prescribe that because it's not the right height for somebody that actually needs it. It's actually just like almost like a prop. Really? Like a it's leaner. too high. Ugh. Yeah. It just And it further makes me want to vomit. I know. I know. So Ugh. that's where we're at. Deliberations will begin today. So we'll keep you posted throughout the day. I mean, I wouldn't, uh, I don't know. One never knows how long a jury can deliberate. Mm-hmm. They can deliberate for 30 minutes. They can deliberate for three days. Yeah. Who knows? You just have to uh, sit there and wait. Um, but I think there are some concerns that this case might not be strong enough. Oh, gosh. It's just. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Ryan Newman, I want to talk about him. He's making big headlines today. And if you're not familiar with him, he's a NASCAR driver. So if you're not in the NASCAR world, you might not know. But boy, are the images of this Mm, crash shocking. So he is in serious condition. He was taken to the hospital following a violent car crash during the Daytona 500 yesterday. Uh, Doctors have indicated that his injuries are not life-threatening, which is so shocking when you see the images of the crash. It's like uh, a fiery blaze of glory. It's uh, unreal. This was um, the final lap approaching the checkered. Uh, he got bumped. He uh, spun up into the wall, turned upside down, which, mm. believe it or not, not a big deal these days. It had a safer barrier wall that was to put in place after uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. died there. Oh. But what, what was shocking and bad is he was upside down and then got hit in the driver's side door by another car, oh. and then that sent him airborne. No. Then he came back down and skidded on the driver's side roof and door for a long, long, long way. And then, of course, it was like a replay from when Dale Sr. died yeah. because nobody had any information. They weren't releasing anything. Uh, when they finally, when the network went to other programming, it looked like one of the announcers, Jeff Gordon, was holding back tears. And we didn't get information about him until about an hour or so afterwards. And the entire racing community just uh, breathed a, a giant sigh of relief. Nobody wants to see that. Uh, it's so fascinating, too, to hear, um, Kenny, the commentary from experts in this about just how much safer these cars are. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. how all all of these, like, safety things and the technology that yes. is within these cars yeah, is yeah. really crazy. I mean, just to prevent injury in in very specific circumstances yep 20 years ago this would have killed him wow um, oh seriously oh, oh yeah yeah absolutely and, and when you see a car and, and, and a crash and you see all the parts flying off it it's designed that way yeah. they're, they're, these cars are designed to take abuse and to kind of suck up the impact and and shed its skin and save the guy's life you know his head is actually strapped into place in the car isn't that crazy yeah no it's really mm. amazing. Oh, the claustrophobia. So thinking it's kind about of being in a car where you're oh, strapped in even. and it's on fire. I know. Yeah. Oh. A little capsule. I yeah. just think um, the I, the fact that he's in serious condition. If you see these images today, you'll go. I can't believe that he's only alive. Right? So happy he's yeah, alive. That's so amazing. so happy. Um, I watched The Bachelor last night. I don't know if I'm the rest sorry. of you did. Oh, thank you for I'm doing sorry. that. <laughs> what what do we need to know? Can, yeah. 
an overall question. I've heard from some people that watch it, like my producer Ted. Yeah. That the season is is just insufferable. Yeah, I'm not loving it. I think it's really hard to love any of the girls. That's why. It's oh, just, okay. you know, you have to really like some of the people and be rooting for them and then be rooting against others. And it's sort <laughs> of true. <laughs> they just I don't know if they haven't done a good job of designing those contestants because it just doesn't feel it hasn't felt that fun. It's felt like too much drama, too much crying and some unnecessary stuff. And some of that is Peter's fault, because every time someone tells Peter something about someone else in the house, he immediately goes to that person and then tattles on the person who told. And so mm. he starts this big fight. Oh, my goodness. And so it's kind of awkward. But this was interesting. Um, last night, his ex. So this woman that he dated a few years ago for like five months, she was on the show. She happened to pop in while he was on a date with Victoria F. Now, Victoria is the one who's gotten a lot of bad press. Um, there have been a lot of rumors about how she behaved before going on the show. She's the one who was who dated country singer Chase Rice and then ended up on a date where he was performing there. Right. It was very awkward. awkward. And she's very also, awkward. Isn't very she also awkward. the one that modeled with that White Lives Matter yes. t-shirt on? Yes. And then she oh. also, um, oh, apparently, no. according to the interwebs, uh, people say that in her hometown, she has broken up at least four marriages. Oh, no. By getting wow. up in there. And so this woman... <laughs> getting who, up in there. That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. She sure did. This ex-girlfriend confronted Peter and said, I know her, and I know her from our hometown, and I think that you should be careful. Oh, man. But was, we're not rooting for her, are we? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, we are I not. I don't no. think so. There you go, guys. Elizabeth Reese, today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. And don't forget to download the newest episode of her podcast, Best to the Nest with Marjorie. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Ford versus Ferrari next. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with 071. Everything entertainment, everything grilled chicken. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Uh, eight. Uh, now we're almost up to 833. Yep. The 18th of February. I can't believe it. Wow. And Alexis and Dawn oh. let me know earlier. It's a uh, leap. Yeah, I was going to say yeep year. It's leap year. <laughs> yeep year. Yeep. We get an extra day of this wonderful month. Yay. Yes. Imagine if you were born on a leap year. Would you celebrate oh, it on in February I, 28th or March 1st? I, I would do it 28th. How about you guys? I would too. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I guess it also depends on the day. True. If there was a better day. Because, yeah. you know, it's, it's horrible when your birthday yeah, falls Friday on a stupid Saturday. Monday. Ugh. Ugh. It's crap. <laughs> but then you can take a long weekend or something. Okay, right? now there is that. Yeah. Okay, fine. Tuesday. But, Tuesday. Well, yeah, sucks. what if it's a random yeah. like Wednesday? That's the Ugh, worst. Wednesday's worse, yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking of worse days. Yeah, you're, you're right about all that. <laughs> Ugh, Wednesdays. Eight uh eight thirty-three, everybody. Uh Lexus has a big feet movie review. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari is awesome. You guys are going to love this film. It is fast paced. It's wonderful. It's a story about friendship, about rivalry, and about these amazing cars, fast cars. I don't know much about Le Mans. 
one of the um, <laughs> the, you the know, wait, wait, wait. you don't know about what Le Mans Le Mans okay uh, the, what, part of the ground uh, the triple crown you know with Indianapolis and the Grand Prix uh, and they drive a car for 24 hours now I'm sure people who like Kenny who know a lot about these cars and this race are probably going to crack up because I don't know that much about it and I loved this film so I'm sure when you watch you will get much more of a uh, maybe a richer experience because you'll understand a lot more of the lingo with the engine and you know making the car lighter and all of the different relationships with Ford and Ferrari uh, but for someone like me watching this they drive a car for 24 hours and the car <laughs> that drives the longest distance wins and you see how dangerous it is what uh, so Shelley he uh, is played by Matt Damon uh Carol Shelby I'm sorry Shelby he um what he does for his friend and the risk that he's willing to take is just amazing. So it just adds to the buildup to this race. And you can see why it won for film editing, sound editing, and why it was up for best picture. I don't know if I would pick it as best picture, but it was a fun ride the entire time. It was impressive for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I have not. This is one that I haven't seen, and I must say I have a zero desire to see. And maybe now listening to you and Dawn and Kenny talked about this last day, I, I, maybe I should see this. I maybe think, I should. Yeah, you don't have to be a fan of racing to no. like the movie. Okay. I mean, I had pretty, you know, just, I was like, oh, okay, sure. He's like, I rented it. Let's watch it. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. And I, it's, what a fun ride and great. Can we get into the teamwork. rental place? Yeah, he actually went to a rental shop, a video shop, and got it. Honel is into this okay. place. I miss video stores, so. Oh, there's one in um, New Brighton off of Silver Lake Road. Okay. Called Family okay. Video. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Yes. It still exists? It still exists. Yesterday, he was so excited. I got home, and, you know, he's on paternity leave right now, so he's watching the baby, and he um, he was like, yeah, okay, I get to go out. I've got all these errands to do. I've got, I've got to go to the bank. I've got to go uh, to the post office, and I, I have to. I want to go rent Ford versus Ferrari, and I'm thinking, you could just do it right on our TV. You just press a few little <laughs> buttons, and boom, boom, boom. We can watch it right there. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, yes. <laughs> and then it's also President's Day, so he couldn't do the other two things because... Yeah, oh, bank's closed, yeah. post oh. office is closed, oh, no. so he's like feeling really defeated, but he did, luckily this f- movie was available, and then he was really jazzed because he got two other movies, two for a dollar rental. Yeah, 50 cents, yeah. Wow. Because, oh, yeah, that's usually on Tuesdays, right, Jason? Because didn't you work it? <laughs> yeah, it was. I worked I, a video I, update. Um, uh, okay, um, it's fifty cents because nobody's going. I mean, that's why. Yeah, I, yeah I'm wondering how do they stay open? Probably on hell. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he. You know, it, we all have great memories of going to the video we store. Do. And you guys worked. Yeah, you worked there at one. Yeah, I mean, but that's why they're memories, right? Because I mean, they're yeah, <laughs> they're gone. Yeah. Oh, oh but yeah, he he took. There's a great Vietnamese restaurant across the street. Via oh, noodle, if he you got go. out of the house, and we we usually go there and eat pho. And then he saw that one day, and he kind of live. He works in the area, so he stopped by. And so one day when we went to go have dinner, he said, "Oh, mm-hmm. you got to come in here and see it." And it's just it's a nice little throwback. It's exactly the way you know the new releases are on the outer wall. Mm-hmm. They've got popcorn and Twizzlers let and me, all uh, the little treats. Let me ask you the typical salacious question: 
Are there creaky doors that lead to a back room? I looked for it. I didn't see one. Oh, good. That's why it's yeah. called Family. Family Video. Actually, Family Videos used to have porn. Oh, they did? <laughs> yeah. And I remember in my hometown, <laughs> there, people would pick it outside. Because, like, this see? isn't a family place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pick it. Oh, I thought you said pick the video no, outside. pick it. They pick would it. Yeah. The, the entire town would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, a, that's a reversal. That might have the saved the industry. Uh, they, that might have saved the industry if they had drive through and pre-order. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't Brown have bag. To, yeah, you don't have to go in at all. Oh, yeah. man. There you go. Oh, too late now. Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe not for this video store. So. Oh, I just... I, I don't know. But it's all DVD. There's no VHS. I looked for that, too. But it's just oh, God. DVD and 4GK. And, 4GK? Uh, what are you Are you speaking English? Um, what did, what did you... Whatever that's available. Blue, Blu-ray. Blu-ray. 4D yeah. something. Okay. Yeah. 4K. 4K. 4, uh, oh, that's it. K. 48 double D. Yeah, that's available, deal. too. <laughs> Jason, the youth of today don't realize what a struggle it was for us old people to access... Uh, pornography oh it was uh, the oh, struggle oh. was real girl the yeah. struggle was real yeah. yeah i used to oh mm-hmm. yeah anyway, yeah it was many many uh long nights in indianapolis when i <laughs> was able to finally go into adult stores <laughs> yes <laughs> curiosity be, be kind of rewind that whole thing they'll never right. know what that means yeah yeah. Uh-huh. We had our own little rewinder so it wouldn't wear yep. down our VCR. Yep, we did too. <laughs> it looked like yes. a little race car. Yep. <laughs> I can't believe. Okay, we should take a break. Wait, I'll... did you guys see Ford versus Ferrari? I should yeah. know that. Yeah. Yo, Twice. you both saw it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so you guys, okay. And yeah. you guys agree, right? You loved it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. So fun. Yeah, but I, I really enjoy hearing other people's opinions about movies like that, especially when you have... No, um, you don't know anything at all about racing. Nope. So it was fun for me to hear that. I, I really enjoyed your review. Ah, okay. When we come back, um, the problem with the yellow VHS tape. Uh-oh. <laughs> when we come back. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning, 846. So... Lex is telling us how Angel is single-handedly trying to revive the video store. Yeah. Family video. Family video. Oh, and someone just tweeted us, too. There's one in Anoka. Oh, okay. And New Brighton now. Yeah. So then Kitty brought up the fact that, you know, we went to video stores in the 80s, I mean, the 90s uh, for pornography. I mean, that's really the... (laughs) For dirty movies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and then maybe pick up Home Alone 2 or whatever. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just to cover up. You're living living Home Alone 2 with the porn. Exactly. It's like going to Walgreens. It's like like going to Walgreens for condoms and getting paper towel, too, just to throw off the cashier. (laughs) Yeah. Or she's kidding. like, boy, there's a lot of mess to clean up. Yeah, or that. Yeah. God, I love you, Don. Anyway, um, so it was kind of a rite of passage. Kenny's right for dudes. I mean, you know, we all, not a we all, I shouldn't, a lot of us, we eventually watched a dirty movie. So I remember the first dirty movie um, that I purchased. And it was... Uh, it was a You're like I gotta uh, own this. I have to own this. Uh, it, I had to own this, and it was it wasn't available for rent, and I had to watch it. And it was uh, John Wayne Bobbitt's. Uh, oh, I've seen that. 
John Wayne Bobbitt's uh, uh, perm that he made after uh, his wife uh, cut off his thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he found it in the woods and sewed it back on. Lorena? Yeah. Lorena Bobbitt, yeah. Yeah. So I had to watch this to see... Well, first of all, I had to see, I'm being honest, I had to see what it looked like. Did they do a I close-up mean, of it? I didn't know oh, that he did a pull. Yes. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, they did. It looked like a, a pug trying to figure out what his owner sang to him. Perfect, it was the, perfect description. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. The head was a little, it was, the, it, it was a little to the side, and it just yeah. tilted a little bit. And I was like, who? Huh? Like, mom? It's like, almost like. We're going to the vet? They had accidentally like, turned it counterclockwise a little little bit when they reattached it yes it, 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 it was just a little askew a little askew on the top it yeah. was just a looked like a pug yeah, it did wanna, you know yeah. how a pug has no neck it just looked right. a little little stubby but looking confused you know like God. yeah the end of the summer sausage was confused yeah, you know how a dog takes his head to the side when he's like, what are you saying? Yeah. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Big. <laughs> Mr. Oh, Big. I mean, that's, it looked like Mr. Big asking, wondering what we're saying to him. And so you had so, to own this, huh? Well, I owned it, and I, and it was because <laughs> I had to. I, I, curiosity was killing me. I was like, and Kenny, you've seen it? Oh, I, I also owned it, yeah. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was yellow. The VHS what? tape was yellow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So when I moved from Michigan City to Minneapolis, my, um, I, you know, I moved out of my childhood room that had been there since I was a child. And my mom had to move out of that house. Well, years and years later, she told me when her friend helped her pack everything up. Uh, she was moving my dresser and I guess, and I guess I had put that, um, I guess I had put that tape behind the dresser. So when they moved the furniture, my mom found the yellow, uh, John Wayne Bobbitt, uh, goes to Dallas or whatever. Uh, and they, they popped it in the old VHS and had quite the laugh, um, at the thing. So yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Ooh. yellow, bright, bright yellow. The did tape was. Did you say it wasn't me, or did you just? Oh no! Now like, I laughed. I mean, I was thirty. Child. I mean, yeah. I mean, there was a, who can that I blame it on? <laughs> yeah, the dog. I mean, you yeah, know, the dog did it. Yeah, because our store in our town was called Naughty but Nice. That's what our store was called. Um, our our adult store, and um, we didn't have a Spencer's or anything. So you'd do you'd go there for gag gifts, and then in the back. <laughs> Uh, with the uh, fortune teller curtains, uh, you know, with the beads, you'd go back there, and there was there was the the land with the popcorn machine that you would never <laughs> eat out of because you don't oh. know you don't know. Not who's everyone touched uses that tongs. No, or so the scooper. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I'm having a flashback <laughs> around that same time that it got cut off and then reattached, and a movie came out. There was also another very controversial case. Somewhere on the East Coast, a body shop owner's mistress tried to kill his wife. Do you remember his name? Oh, uh, uh, Amy. Uh, 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 Amy. 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 Oh. Smart. No, uh, Amy. No, uh, Butafuco. Uh, yes. Uh, Joey Butafuco. Joey Butafuco. Yeah. Uh, oh. And that was right around the same time. And I, while you were talking about Bobbitt, I thought, you know, I met this guy. And as it turns out, I'm wrong. It wasn't Bobbitt. It was Joey Buttafuoco. Yeah. And I met him in Hollywood at, uh, I think it's called the Rainbow Bar, the Rainbow Lounge or bar where all the celebrities and porn actors used to hang out on on, uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Oh. Yeah. I I actually met Buttafuoco, and he was just as creepy in real life as (laughs) 
that you can possibly <laughs> imagine. Oh, my God. But evidently, if I remember this story right, Jason, didn't his mistress tried to kill his wife, right? Yes. Yeah, Amy. She answered um, the door. Yes, I can't remember. Amy... Oh, people are screaming Amy, at the radio. Amy Fisher. Fisher. Amy Fisher. Fisher. Yes. Yes. Amy, Amy Fisher. Fisher. Thank you. I knew people. Poor I think she was on that. That, that um, ding you heard was actually my rehab. my phone yeah. going off. Uh, my buddy Angie texted me and said, "Amy Fisher." Amy Fisher. So thank you, Angie. Thank you. Uh, uh, Don, what was she on? Sex rehab with Doctor Drew. Oh, she was. Yeah. Oh. She, look at, she look, went at, into look porn. at McLean. Look at McLean pulling up the Doctor Drew info. I love it. <laughs> she, she, went into porn. Porn. she she did, and and she it's really sad. It's really she yeah. has a sad. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope she's okay now. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh She my felt goodness. forced into it just because she had no. She a couldn't get a money. job. She had no, you know, and they started, you know, the creeps started coming after her going, we'll offer you this and this and this. Yeah. You what know? do you think of Octo Mom? She had to make that same oh, choice. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. I mean, probably John. Teen Mom or whatever. Oh, yeah. Fair <laughs> Abraham. Yeah, yeah, that Fair one. <laughs> oh, that's what she's known as. Oh, bless her heart. <laughs> I mean, so Poor sad. Thing. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine that's your lot in life? Like, that's what you're known. I mean, oh, that's man. what your nickname is. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's just oh, anyway. I wish they would do that show again. I really liked that show. Which one? And, uh, Sex oh, Rehab with Dr. Drew. Oh. It was really interesting because, you know, like, uh, oh, Heidi Fleiss was on there. Um, and I just like the whole Dr. Drew celebrity rehab thing. Yeah. And he seems like he really cares about him, too. He does. And it was you really get to know these people and mm-hmm. why they choose what they choose and it makes you have a lot of empathy for people yes absolutely absolutely yeah. it's it's yeah. it's an addiction just like anything else mm-hmm. it's nothing to laugh at he's so. still doing a podcast and uh corolla still joins him yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody oh. everybody goes to podcasts it's yeah. the thing now i hear yeah, i hear yeah. i hear movement is it uh do we have donna steve I, any I, of them unless they're moving into your studio over there guys no one's over here no yet. nope okay well i thought maybe <laughs> they us. would we're talking Say, about porn. Yeah, and, like, and sad stories of how they came to porn. Donna, Donna and Steve, they have a brand new bit that they, I think they started recently where Donna, Steve, as it turns out, everybody thinks he's pure as the driven snow, right? Mm. Well, he says the meanest things you could possibly imagine to Donna off the air. I mean, really, really, really mean. And Donna has been keeping a diary, a logbook of all the mean things that Steve says to her. Oh, great. And then she'll come out like once a week and, and just name and, and read all the bad things that Steve says. Uh, and it's a real, I got to tell you, it's a real eye opener. I love that. Yeah. So I stopped in there earlier today and I encouraged Donna to please keep doing that and, yes. and do uh, do more of it because the world needs to see Steve for what he he really is. <laughs> oh my God! Kenny's <laughs> talking about your uh, your diary of the mean things oh. Steve told. She just walked in. Where did you hear that, by the way? I, I was on the road last Friday, and I think you did it right around ten oh. or, or ten fifteen. Oh, I usually do a year end review, and I pull out the list, and I just go down the list at every December. Don, uh, Donna, we need this. We need monthly? this. Yeah, weekly. We, we need it monthly. Week. Yeah. A, yeah, weekly, yeah. please. My Donna. favorite was when he said, Donna. I am growth. You are atrophy. Oh! <laughs> wow. Ouch! Oh! Yeah.
Yeah, that's that's one of the lighter ones, actually. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a lovely, that's a lovely note to end the show on. Yeah. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong unless you're Steve Patterson, right? Right, Lex? That's right. You be you, even if you're atrophy. We love you. Have a great day. Talk tomorrow. Bye, friends.